flip, flip, flip. Yo, welcome in everybody. This is Too Much Movie Night. Join your hilarious host, Brian. Please, it's a Kia. It's what God would drive. JJ. <laughs> Just gonna dick tap Alan. And Steve. First night driving the old oobs. <laughs> Follow along as we dissect, debate, and dish out cinematic hilarity that'll leave you rolling in the aisles. So buckle up, grab your popcorn, and get ready for a movie podcast packed with laughs, entertainment, and maybe a few bad jokes. This is Too Much Movie Night. Welcome in, everybody. Happy holidays. It's Too Much Movie Night. Brian, JJ, and Steve here to break down Office Christmas Party. Guys, how are we doing today? Happy holidays. Got the chill in the Happy. air. Yes. <laughs> Christmas season, or it's t- tis the season to be jolly. Let's just That's right. go with that. The mm. lights on the house, the chills in the air. We have the, the Christmas. Everybody has the Christmas sweaters on. You know, we got to, got all Christmassy here. As festive so, yeah. as we can be. As we are having the festive festivals, festivals, yes. For the best of us. For the rest of us. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yes, and as our holiday episodes go, we will be rhyming the entire time. Get ready for that, right? We're prepared to do that? No. We are prepared to do that, if, but somebody's going to rue that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Did, well, somebody, say, did somebody say peanut? <laughs> <laughs> Next Christmas, we it's got to be one of Grinch. those nights. <laughs> we'll have to do a rhyming episode for the Grinch or Dr. Seuss. <laughs> That's right. But, uh, I can get on board with that. Steve's choice of office Christmas party is the winner. Uh, it is a 2016 American comedy film directed by Will Speck and Josh Gordon. We've got uh, too many to count here as far as the cast. We have uh, TJ Miller. You've got Jason Bateman, Olivia Munn, the Jennifer Aniston, <clears throat> Rob Cordray. Uh, Mary McKinney. This was a incredible cast, and I I'm so pumped to get you know break this thing down. Yeah, Sam Richardson. Can't forget him. Right. Oh, can't forget. Oh, can't Shaw. forget DJ Calvis. DJ The layers of characters in this movie were so great. Just always something going on between them. Oh man, there was. It was like it was. There was. There was just so much there. You're right. There's so the the cast was huge. Uh, it was so I'm going to jump right into it, Brian. My, the, I didn't I started watching this. I had no idea what the hell was going on. The only thing I had no idea what was I just do. Oh, it's going to be an office Christmas party. I didn't remember watching. I don't remember. I, I think I watched this before. I thought I did, but I didn't no idea what the fuck was going on. Thank and, God. I thought I was the only one because I was like, man, I swear I've seen this before. But yeah. it was like there were parts I was like, what the fuck is happening? I do not remember any of this. I had no idea what was going on the whole time. What company? Like, yeah. So it was this was like watching this completely fresh for me. Right. Completely fresh because I had no fucking clue. JJ, you said this is potentially your first viewing as well. Possibly. I mean, <laughs> I I don't know. It's it's it, it's basically the same as Steve. Like I've I either watched it when it like first came out and completely forgot it or yeah, this this was my first viewing. But it is I mean, I don't know. I it feels like I remember several of these scenes or at least the background of the scenes or something threw me for a loop. 
to where I was like, I know this, but then something else would happen. I'd be like, I don't know this. Yeah, this is, uh, it's definitely not my first viewing. I remember this movie promptly when it came out, maybe not in theaters, but, uh, I, I saw it shortly after it came, uh, you know, to DVD. This has been a regular rotation for me since it came out. Uh, just one of those kind of raunchy Christmas movies that you got. It came out right around the same time as Twas the Night, the uh, Seth Rogen movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was also in the time period, I feel like, that we were just very heavy in party movies. Uh, Project X had come out recently, 21 and Over, uh, Mike and Dave Need a Wedding Date. So, like, we're very much in this time period of just, you know, partying. Like, that that was a, yeah. you know, what it was. and. This movie really had nothing, not much to do with Christmas. Like they, they kind of tagged it in as far as an office Christmas party, but like this was just an office party, an excuse to throw a movie. I, feel I like, mean, during you, the holiday season. you could have legitly made this like a St. Paddy's Day movie or, you know, yeah, Easter, Good Friday, a, va- a I don't Valentine's know. party at the office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this very much could have been so many different ways, but instead we still spun it. Harbor way. Day. <laughs> <laughs> Round dog day. Let's celebrate six more weeks of winter. No, but I, I think it, it gives you a fun excuse to have kind of a, a dirty comedy, something where we stretch the limits and really, you know, play with this Christmas theme. So, uh, like I said, it's been regular rotation for me, and I, I enjoy watching it every year. Well, let's throw that. I want to get, let's get in this, let's get in the trailer so we can start watching or start talking about this damn show. Well, let's movie. cue it. Somebody's getting fired. You're having a Christmas party tonight? Oh, it's not a Christmas party. Mm. It's a non-denominational holiday mixer. More inclusive. Well, whatever you call it, it's not happening. All right. It's canceled. Hey, idiot, I'm looking right at you. Okay. We're not doing it. We'll still do it. This branch is failing. I'm shutting you down. You gotta give us a little bit of time to turn this around. All right. If by some miracle you can close Walter Davis and his $14 million account, your jobs are safe. Done. And you'll see, you're gonna look so stupid. Then we'll finally have something in common. God damn it, he's so mean! Guys, what if we show him at the greatest time of his life at our Christmas party tonight? This is how we save everybody's job. It's not the worst idea. Walter, do you party? I used to. F-word Christmas B-words. Let's get mother F-word drunk. Lawson. It's my birthday. Ah, I'm really committing. That's nice. Light the candle. Merry Christmas, bitches! Right down the chimney, folks. Yeah! Greatest party ever. Hashtag open bar. Who are you sending that to? Everyone in Chicago. I'm the CEO of Xenotech. Please just drive. I just dropped off four people there at that party tonight. They gave me three stars like a bunch of bitches. What did you just say? I said they were a bunch of bitches. Tonight, the decisions you make will have consequences that will haunt you for the rest of your professional lives. Pull over or I will suit your penis in the face. I love America! Don't stop! I think he meant to swing there. Where'd you get these? Be better if I didn't say. In December 2016, the chief technical officer of the Chicago branch of Xenotech, Josh Parker, is meeting with his attorney to finalize his divorce in time for the holidays. Josh also deals with the fallout of Xenotech's failure to meet its quarterly quota. 
To offset the losses, interim CEO Carol Vanstone threatens to lay off 40% of the staff, cut bonuses, and cancel the annual Christmas party. Carol's brother Clay is the branch manager of Xenotech's Chicago office and is desperate to keep his sister from cutting staff. As a result, she threatens to shut down the branch. Carol is flying out of town for the holiday, but before she leaves, she offers Josh a position in the New York headquarters, which he declines. Josh Clay and the head of tech, Tracy Hughes, devise a plan to save the office by partnering with financial giant Walter Davis. They schedule a lunch meeting with Walter later that day, and Carol agrees to hold off closing the branch so they can try to woo Walter to do business with Xenotech. The lunch went well, and Walter was pleased with their pitch. However, however, he is concerned with another recent branch closure at Xenotech and feels the company is more worried about the budget than its people. Clay presents a plan and invites Walter to an impromptu Christmas party to show him the company is in good standings. Well, here we go, diving into the Christmas fun. And of course, it's not a Jason Bateman movie if he's not getting divorced, or recently divorced, or like... This guy is just perpetually sad. He is always in that like feeling of grim. You know what I mean? Yeah, he he always it's always a dark start for Jason Bateman. Yeah. It doesn't matter what movie or He's show. Like a Disney movie. It's, it's almost like yeah. he has to he has to have something to to grow from right mm-hmm. you know he's like the every man that is going through you know all the troubles that people have in lives i guess and so yeah it's and he here you're right he does have that in a lot of different movies uh you know i'm hell even um the netflix show that he had ozarks right you know it's mm-hmm. like he still has it but the funny thing is like i've i've always loved jason bateman's delivery of stuff right brilliant he, he yeah. has I mean, you know, he has the best like timing I think I've ever seen uh, of an actor. Just, you know, I mean, just with his, del- it just it's right there, it's on it, and yeah, he is so good with that, and I- I've always appreciated that. Yeah, I, I think really him and Paul Rudd definitely coming off of last movie, but you know, those two are two. I think that they don't need a lot of great writing for them. It's all about their delivery. It's all about their timing. Uh, Steve, I think you hit it there perfectly. I love it. He's like, he's like, he's like, it was a really fun time. And like, what does he say? He's like, that's torpedo. Or I can't remember some weird saying I haven't heard in fucking forever. But it was like, God, no. Then, of course, them being a law office. Yeah, we do our Christmas party at 10 because most people don't want to get drunk before noon. Like, (laughs) yep. Sounds like a law office right there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, Oh. then we get to the point we get to uh, we finally get in the office building. And we get to meet the security guard. And I loved Carla. I thought she was a lot of fun. Like, just what she added to it. You know, just the security down there. Whips out the taser later on in the movie. But just, I, I thought it was a fun add-in, just the, the security guard. I did. I do, too. And I, I loved, again, you know, um, uh, what was Bateman? What was his What was his name in the movie? Josh? Yeah, Josh. Josh. Josh? Yeah, Josh. I don't know why I couldn't even think Josh. I had never, like, pictured him he, as Josh. It's, yeah, he does not look like a Josh at all. No. That was a very poor name. But uh, but I liked his um, his rapport with her. You know mm-hmm. that that almost. I mean, kind of like hey, you know, I'm a flirty, make you feel, you know, you can feel good. You know, you're this you're this big powerful woman here, and uh, you know, you got it. Like he's he's really because he does. I think that he I see his leadership style in this. Although there's a lot of discussion in this movie about his leadership style, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but at the same time, though, I think that he empowers people, right? He may he made like you know, like have some, or like be a little bit risk averse to some things, but, 
But when it comes to like dealing with the people, though, he shows a lot of genuinity, genuinity and empowerment, right? He, he empowers them to do the job, right? To get that stuff done and, and encourage and very encouraging about that. So I actually appreciate it. He's the kind of like a boss that like I would, I would appreciate being around, you know, the kind of boss that you want yeah. to work for. I, I, I wish like everybody could have a boss like him one day. Yeah. Mm. Because j- j- like I- I've had a guy like that, and it's it- it's amazing. Yeah, to have that support and stuff like that, like like when he's dealing with uh, old boy with the fake girlfriend, or I'm sorry, with yeah, the break room scene I thought was a good example of that. Like kind of shut them down in a way where he wasn't like, you know, scolding them, but like, hey guys, you're being dicks. It's Christmas time. Like, shut up. And then he spins it on him like, hey, you're making him jealous. I hate you. You know, you're their boss. Like, I, I thought it yeah. was well. Like, oh. He made fun of him without the kid knowing. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll continue on with the movie thing. Because then you see um, uh, Mary. 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 Yeah, Mary yeah. from HR. <laughs> who is just a fucking mess, you know. And, uh, um she is so damn funny. I, I thought I, I think that she played this role like perfectly, you know, just all straight laced. Have, have you ever watched like a bunch of Kate McKinnon stuff, like just her random Saturday Night Live characters? And, yeah, like, yeah oh, I have. Like she definitely threw on kind of like the Hillary Clinton Saturday Night Live like vibes. You can see that but it's what I got definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that just in charge kind of like yeah, I, I got those vibes as well. Uh, I thought she was fun, so much fun. And, like, she progresses as the movie goes along, you know. That sweater comes down a little bit more. She starts to cut loose a little bit with the dance moves. Like, I, I had so much fun with the role that she played in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. And, but I loved yeah. it, like, like when you first see her and she's getting <laughs> onto that girl about buttoning her shirt up. And you need to put Dancer and Prancer yeah. back in their stables. <laughs> yeah, Dancer like, Prancer and Dancer need to go back in the stables. I was just like, like it's cold out. It. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. And then, of course, Rob Cowdery uh, just standing there, like, <laughs> he, like, almost like gawking at her, like, oh, you're body shaming her now? What? Yeah, Leave her oh, alone. Body let, her, her? let her have those out there. <laughs> It's like, why not? I'm just standing here enjoying my coffee, watching the scene. <laughs> and he's one of these guys that I don't think I've ever seen in a lead role, and I don't ever want to. I think one of my favorite movies with him is the Hot Tub Time Machine saga. But, like, he plays that same just asshole. You know, whether he was standing up for, you know, everybody in their holiday sweater or not. No, he was just trying to be a dick, just messing with Mary because he doesn't like her. And, yeah, just like I said, we've, we've talked about this a little bit. Just so many different elements here with all these side characters. Definitely. Yeah, this I I literally think they were like, "Hey, we have an idea for this movie." Um Jason, are you in? And Jason Bateman was like, "Yeah, I'm definitely down to do this." Cool. Jennifer Aniston, are you in? She was like, "Yeah, you know, I could tag along with this. Jason's in it. We did horrible bosses together. Sure. Let's do this movie." This is and their then sixth they movie basically together. Yeah. They I think they basically just send out like an email blast to anybody that's a stand-up comedian and was like, "Hey, doing this movie, we got we got these two people. If y'all want to join, just go ahead. We'll write a part for you. We'll figure it out." Because yeah, there it, is just a hodgepodge of randomness. But it was I thought it was a great chemistry blend between them. Um, but yeah, so then we get to the point where you know Clay wants to go do some Christmas shopping, hold all my calls or most of my calls, not all of them. 
Whatever the hell that means. <laughs> what about your breakfast pizza? <laughs> oh man, but I, I enjoy. What you guys think about the uh, the shopping scene? Like we, we really get to see that Clay cares about his people. He doesn't want to just get him a gift card. <clears throat> Shows well, you don't care about them. Before we get to there, before we get to, I want to talk about like Josh going to see Tracy, going oh, into yeah. Tracy's office. Man, so I've dealt with IT people before, <laughs> and, and I mean, God love them, right? But but like, it's so funny because they like the way they talk to you. It was just like when she was talking to him, like, oh, it's just too complex for you to to, to have to explain it to you. You know, yeah. it was just like I was like, oh fuck, I was like that kind of like brought back just little memories of like you know dealing with like it people like hey look you know they're like they hated me not hated me but like you know they they didn't want to tell me as their boss what they were doing because they're like wait because you don't think i don't i can't understand what's going on <laughs> you know it's like yeah yeah you know no i know what's happening here right just you know but uh but, uh, but there's always like oh God, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta I, tell you, I gotta tell you troglodytes what the, what this means. Yeah, I, I always, anytime I have to call IT, I always like automatically be like, yeah, this is me, this is what happened. I'm a fucking idiot. Sorry, dude, I fucked something up, you know? And I usually just go with that line, so then I'm like, fix it, I don't give a shit. And they do, and they just, every conversation I have with them after I say that makes it a lot nicer. Because then they start talking about what they're interested in. Usually we get stuck on Lord of the Rings or something like that. And then Dungeons we go, and Dragons <laughs> and shit. Of course. Kill, yeah. Kill, kill it orcs in the world, world of war. <laughs> yeah, my first line always is, yes, I unplugged it. I tried that already. <laughs> what's right. step number two? <laughs> yeah, what's number two? But yeah, she definitely gives this aura of like, yeah, I think I'm better than everybody. You know, like. Clearly, she seems to be better than most, but like, yeah, just oh yeah, I changed. Oh, I would. You don't yeah. need to be in here. I, if if she was my IT woman, I'd be like, I mean, yeah, you you are way better than everyone else, hands down. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Now fix my shit. So suck my dick. <laughs> my dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Olivia my one, dick. I feel like. She was just coming out of, uh, you know, the football part, but, you know, coming out of her relationship with Aaron Rodgers. So, like, I don't feel like she was as big, but all of a sudden after that, you know, we saw her come right. out. right. Yeah, but we see her come out of this. She goes into the X-Men saga for a little bit, which TJ Miller mm -hmm. also is a part of. But, uh, yeah, like, all of a sudden she comes out of nowhere. But I liked her in this. Like, she plays this edgier, like, darker, mysterious, but she's not afraid to make those jokes. And I liked that. It was fun. You know, I liked the, you know, Jennifer Aniston's great with those. She's good in these raunchy movies as well. Yeah. She, yeah. she, she doesn't, Jennifer Aniston didn't hold back, you know, whenever her time came in, but let's go ahead and get to the, uh, to the shopping scene. Cause you want to talk about that? I just thought it was fun. Like, could well, you imagine uh, being so rich that you're careless enough to like knock over a tree, shoot your darts, run around the store, and then just run away after you right. <laughs> knock the tree over? He's just like, boom! It's like takes off running like a like he's fucking thirteen or something. Right. But okay, so he he just jets out of there, doesn't, and then Jason Bateman or Josh, I'm sorry, chases right after him. Oh yeah. Well, but he doesn't chase, then, but he's like, he's like, oh shit, he's leaving. I'm leaving too. Yeah, he's like, he's like, fuck <laughs> yeah. it, I'm out. They they like roll out, but then later on in the party, he's like handing out vibrators. 
<laughs> he sent somebody back to Clay go. He, must he didn't buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He must have sent that his his uh, his his secretary back or whatever. She is. Yeah, I did notice that okay, older lady. Yeah. You know, and she was sitting on his lap. I want the vibrator. It's a body vibrator. <laughs> yeah, it's a circumcised purple. <laughs> but then that brings us to one of my all-time favorite characters, actresses of all time. The Jennifer Aniston. We've got the, the boardroom mm-hmm. scene. You know, mm-hmm. she walks in just that. And I think she does such a great job in the villain character. You know, that supposed to be hated. She does it. You know, JJ brought up horrible bosses. I think she plays that exact same, just hard ass, that scary boss. But she's so good at it. She's still likable. Like, is it? I mean, that's probably a bias of mine. But, like, she's still just so much fun in this. No, I, I agree 100%, Brian. Like, she... I hate to say this, and and Lord, please forgive me. She's the perfect bitch. <laughs> like she just is. She plays that very, very well. And I think her comedic skills have significantly grown over her career. Like I remember the early days, like '90s, early Friends stuff like that. I don't feel like her timing and her development was good. But I mean, she spent so much time with Adam Sandler, so many movies, you know, so many movies with Jason Bateman. I feel like we see her more in these comedy roles. I think she's just so good at the delivery. So good at that, like quick wittiness. It's just so believable. You know, I feel like sometimes, uh, you know, you can get people miscast for these comedic roles. And I just, I think she nails it. Well, that's what I think like, you know, Jennifer Aniston has been a, she, I think views herself as a comedic actress. That's what she views herself as, right? Because yeah. that's what she's been her whole career. So when she branches off to go do a more uh, serious role, like Cake, for example, you know, oh, you yeah, know, that's right. It, it, you know, she did like that one. You know, it's like that's kind of. I mean, she did good in it, but it's just more like you know, that's really not her to me. It's you know? weird, and yeah, yeah, it's weird because you know she's a comedic actress. And, and, you know, to, to do that stuff, I mean, not that like her, I mean, she's ever been like super funny or anything like that, yeah. but she's not like I, a Kristen Wiig, but yeah, she's yeah. more of a subtle humor. Right. Right. Or she plays her role. Just like what you said, she plays her role in that comedy movie very well, just like she did in like, we are the Millers. It's not that she yeah. was, yeah. it's not that she was funny, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, but she played her role very well, you know, and, and those are, that's what she does. She, because she takes that like comedy, I think, and enhances it. And, and then right. finally we, uh, we get to meet Walter. We get to go to this meeting cause we've got to save the company. Um, I keep wanting to say Jennifer Aniston. What the hell is her name? Um, but yeah, Carol. she wants to Carol. <laughs> Carol. Carol. <laughs> you don't look like a Carol. <laughs> you don't get home to turn on my stories. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about Pearl Harbor on the radio. Was <laughs> <laughs> that girl's name? Future Finster or something like that? Was her? I have no idea. I yeah. can't remember. <laughs> she's a she's a comedian, and her name is like yeah. Fenster, future, future, I don't know, something like that. I can't remember. But, she but, uh, gosh, she was fucking hilarious in this. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, we meet. Well, I, I didn't, I never really understood what Walter was. Fortune. You know? 
Fortune Finster. For, Fortune Finster. Yeah, Fortune Finster. I was yeah. like future. But yeah. So I never understood what Walter was. You know, it was like, did Walter have a company? Was Walter just a, well, and a rep for a company? You know, why did Walter's $14 million contract or something, you know? I mean, yeah, we, we really don't see or hear anything about the actual business other than that they did 6.5% growth, not 7%, but they needed 12% now. Like, they don't really go into anything other than, we're in data storage. Yeah, they just said, I guess he's got a business, but he's also, that business is owned by some bigger company that they're looking for. But yeah, they just kind of throw tech out a bunch and just kind of hope we just glance over the whole thing. Yeah. Walter's like, here, there just to help move the plot along, you know, that's about all he does there. <laughs> so, see, there, therein lies my other problem with the internet. <laughs> We, that we're going to get to yeah. that we're going to get to very like like obviously later on you know um because it's just like this the internet uh you know that everybody has to have is like just some you know the like the you have open up the app on your phone not that that app gives you access but yeah I'll, we'll, we'll talk about that here in a little bit but uh yeah i, I didn't know what walter what necessarily Walter's role in with his company was. But that's so oh, shit. Did you guys notice the picture in his office when they were like, oh, yeah, you got a picture of dad up there? Did you guys look? Like, if you look closely, you could see it was all it was was Jason Bateman with a wig. No. Same thing with Is that, I, I was looking. I, I glanced at it. And it I was looked like, awkward. I was like, yeah. That looks fucking weird, but I didn't. Yeah. Pause it and zoom in, or anything. same yeah, thing with the I, Santa I Polaroid. It was just Jason Bateman. Because I remember that I remember seeing <laughs> oh, the Polaroid. Really? I'm, like, I'm like, God, that doesn't look. That's weird. That doesn't. I was like, who? Yeah, that's funny. I didn't. I guess I recognize that. That's too funny. All right. Well, let's head to two. Let's do it. Clay returns to the office and funds an exorbitant Christmas party, much to the chagrin of head of human resources Mary. One of the employees, Joel, agrees to DJ the party, but the party initially begins as a dud. Tracy invites Chicago Bulls player Jimmy Butler to the party as a friend. Walter comes to the party and is originally very reserved. However, Walter gets high on cocaine after a drug is accidentally fed into a snow machine and spreads around the party. Walter embraces his wild man and is soon out of control. During the party, many of the employees begin to cut loose. Nate finds out his escort is a prostitute when he discovers her giving handjobs to a fellow employee. Clay's assistant Allison tries to hook up with new hire Fred but stops when he reveals he has a mother-child fetish. Customer service supervisor Jeremy dances without inhibitions with Mary, a woman he despises. Meanwhile, Josh and Tracy get stuck on the roof of the building. The two secretly attracted to each other nearly kiss before Jeremy interrupts the moment. But yeah, so the whole thing, right, this whole party, I didn't really think that the party was a dud. I mean, he has like alcohol flowing. He's got the reindeer coming in. He's in the Santa suit. He crashes through the fucking stuff. He's got Jesus. Whose bright idea is it to put a pyramid right in front of the elevators? (laughs) Right? You're going to have some asshole get too excited and run out of there and just knock the whole thing over. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Now, if they were empties, that's one thing. But they're just sitting there getting warm. Right? Yeah, right? that too. No <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, wait, no, put those on ice or something, man. You know? But I'm uh, just, I, I am curious, like, how the planning of this party started. Like, was it just on the ride over and they were like, okay, we need this, we need this, we need this. Well, well that's how did like, it was, partying. everything was so random. I mean, but you're you're right. That's the and I was like, who actually put together the party? 
Who yeah. got who got the eggnog luge? The you know what I mean? And did some did some ice sculpting did some ice sculpting place just have that in the freezer waiting? Hopefully we're gonna have some raunchy fucking Christmas office party. I do love this gonna- <laughs> <laughs> I do love it whenever he calls uh the the liquor store and he's like, Hey, it's Clay uh Vandersoap or whatever his last name is. He's like, No, I yeah, no, I'm not dead. That was a very well crafted rumor. <laughs> How much alcohol can I legally buy from you? Can I legally buy from you? <laughs> Then of Carla walking out of there with the keg on her shoulder. Get out of my way. <laughs> She's just rolling. <laughs> but I love it. You you could tell right away, right? What's his name? Um, uh, uh, Sam Richardson's character. What, uh, you know, DJ Calvis. Well, when he becomes DJ Calvis. But what? <laughs> but what he said before? What's his whatever his name was before that? Right? I mean, he's like, hey, Joel. So, Joe, yeah. So there, he's like, hey, so I have a friend of mine who uh, knows how to, who's, who's a DJ. They're like, great, bring him on. I, you do right there. He's like, oh, so I'm just asking for a friend, <laughs> kind of thing, you know. Yeah, and then Clay, hey, Joel's friend looks a lot like Joel. Joel. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> and well, he was just ripping shit up. God, I, I loved mean, it. He was so good. He, he was a badass DJ. But mm. Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler coming into it. I didn't, uh, I, you know, maybe was that just that, okay, we're in Chicago. We got to have a Chicago bull or Chicago bulls guy come in, you know, well, I think cause... it was also to kind of make Josh jealous. Like all of a sudden she shows up with this huge guy, you know, Jason Bateman's not a big guy, he's a huge basketball player, famous, all that. And he wasn't sure, like, is this a friend who, how'd he come with you? Do you, do you have a stocking hanging over your, your fireplace? Like I, th- I, th- I mean, granted, you know, just kind of bringing in a star for the movie, but I, I definitely felt like he, that's what he was representing there. Just that, that put that fear in Josh. Like, oh shoot, Which, I missed my chance, and I'm going to lose it again. But I mean, you really that 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 was a problem with me is you kind of get that awkward feeling whenever they they talk in the office beforehand, but it's like just kind of like a you know whatever. Like, maybe he is the boss. He made a pass at her. She said no kind of deal or something. I don't that's know. That's why she locks the door. Yeah, <laughs> that's why she changed the code or something. Like, well, she, you don't really know too much about other than she, she knows she when. she did say up on the roof that, like, yeah, you could have Yeah, but this, is before, but, but, but this is before the roof. Oh, Whenever yeah, Jimmy yeah, Butler's yeah. coming in, like, we don't know any that, that they had that history. Mm-hmm. It's just, here's... Jimmy Butler walking in with this girl, and all of a sudden Josh is getting, you know, all jealous and like puff, puffing his chest up, like, who the fuck is that guy? You know, right, dropping slides in his shoes, giving that extra half inch. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, is like, Jason Bateman not, not very tall? I don't know how tall he is. I think he's only like 5'10. Oh, really? Yeah, That's pretty damn tall for me, well, you know. <laughs> compared to Jimmy Butler, an NBA player, you know, I guess yeah. this is more the comparison. You know, Us me, five ten Butler, guys over here. Steve. I loved it when he walks up to him. Oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That was so. Look at you. You're tall. Good for you. Yeah, good for good, you. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, what else do you say at that point? Like, just yeah. enamored, looking up. Like, wow, good for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're you're tall. You're good looking, and you have millions of dollars. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit intimidating. I can imagine, right? So oh, this this escort scene, you know, the, the kid goes out there to go meet his escort, and then all of a sudden oh, the pimp God. comes out, 
and Trina. Oh my god. I feel like she she was in what was it? Um 22 Jump Street. Tw- 23 Jump Street. Yeah, 23 Jump. She she 23. was in Workaholics. Oh yeah, she was in that too. That's right. Yeah, she was in that, but she was yeah. either in 20 so there was 22 it was, was 23. the second one. Yeah. Oh, she was in 23? No, it was 21 and 22. She was in 22. Yeah, 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 that's right. She was in 22. 22. That's what it was. I mean, so. The same character. As soon as, as as soon as that, like, happened, and it's like, no, you have to meet my, she doesn't say pimp. She says. Manager. uh, Manager. Yeah. I was like, I sat there and I was like, oh, fuck, Amy Schumer's in this, in this movie. That's right. (laughs) And then, like. You you see what's her bucket, and I'm like, oh wait, no, that's not Amy Schumer, that's or is not it? Amy Schumer. <laughs> Very fucking or weird. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, maybe it is. I was like, she looks fucking different though. Yeah, I had but a major Amy, blonde but, moment, but very much Amy Schumer like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like like that's when I was like, maybe that's why I never watched this movie again because Amy Schumer's in it. Fuck, uh, that's got to be it. And then I was like, yeah, just that that rough, crass woman for sure. And then towards the end, I was like, oh, that's really not Amy Schumer. Hmm. <laughs> so what y'all relax? think whenever whenever um, Savannah slash Becca gets out of the car and walks up? That that part confused me. Like he clicks on Savannah, she. The, the the pimp calls her Savannah, and she's like, he's like, oh, you must be Savannah, and she's like, oh, it's Becca. Well, that was I his was like, fake girlfriend that he was telling everybody about. Yeah, that was office. his fake girlfriend's oh. name. Oh, so that was her cover. Was the, okay. the Becca was the name? I got it. Never mind. We get. <laughs> but yeah, definitely looked like she got her from like high school or us. Like this was not the escort to have with you, man. Oh, dude, yeah, I like I saw her. I was like crackhead, but. <laughs> But then when she was like, "Oh yeah, you're my, it's you're my third customer today. It's only nine, not even nine o'clock." Oh dude, I was like, "Shit!" I I paused it at that point and went and washed my hands. I was like, "I just I gotta do this." I can't help it. Came back, sat back down because he was like, "Oh, that's kind of dirty." She's like, "You're dirty." (laughs) I'm dirty. Yeah, let me know if you want me to dance sexy. Like, oh, uh, yeah. what is that? What are we mean? doing now? I don't think my khakis can handle that. <laughs> and then I love. She's like, it'll be like two thousand dollars. He's like, what? Give me your watch as collateral, but it's my grandmother's. Do that crap. I don't think I've ever noticed that part before. Like, Give I've watched my this grandmother's half a dozen times, and yeah, I've never noticed the grandma watch coming. <laughs> Oh my god! It didn't really start getting bad until late. Yeah, that's when the you know, I guess she starts dealing the 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 prostitute starts dealing drugs there. The cocaine well, cannon. <laughs> that so so that is like I do remember that part specifically, and I don't know why, because I've always wondered like why would you throw a plastic bag into a like a snow machine kind of thing yeah you think you dump it in there not just a little whole plastic yeah 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 what happens to the plastic waste does it get shredded or something yeah it it, like you hear clay tell david he's like oh it's it's just paper product don't worry but mm -hmm, yeah Um, until that point yeah walter yeah yeah. walter walter davis yep yeah that's right But, but yeah so then what she's dealing but that's when so as soon as he gets sprayed with that bag of cocaine it like all goes on him it doesn't spread through the party like a fucking virus or anything like that, you know. 
<laughs> it all goes on him. But man, that party went fucking downhill quickly after that. Well, but yeah, I definitely don't think it really got wild. Yeah, Walter got smacked in the face, but it wasn't until uh, Let Me Clear My Throat came on. TJ Miller's over there just partying. But uh, I think that'll take us to three. We ready for three? Let's do it. On the dance floor, Walter informs Clay that he wants to do business with Xenotech. Clay is ecstatic that he successfully saved the branch. The party begins to grow out of control and becomes more chaotic. Employees start engaging in orgies, damaging company property, and doing illegal drugs. Meanwhile, Carol's flight out of town is canceled due to bad weather. She returns to the office after hearing about a party from an Uber driver driving people to the party all night. Carol is ready to close the branch, but reconsiders once she hears that. Carol is ready to close the branch, but reconsiders once she hears they have completed the deal with Walter. But a coked-out Walter tries to swing off the balcony after a conversation with Clay and injures himself, putting the whole deal into question. While he is being treated, the Xenotech employees learn that Walter was fired from his firm after his sudden business closure, nullifying his contract. Carol decides to shut the branch down immediately. She offers the New York job to Josh again in front of the other employees, including Clay. Despite Josh's rejection of the offer, the other employees begin to shun Josh. Tracy reveals that she was given the same offer but immediately turned Carol down, whereas Josh kept it open. Clay feels betrayed and rushes off with Savannah's emotionally unstable pimp, Trina, to have a personal party elsewhere. Trina is more interested in robbing Clay. Josh, Tracy, Mary, and Carol race off to save Clay. So, okay, there's a couple things that I need to talk about that I need to bring up. <clears throat> First of all. That's kind of what the spot's here for, Steve. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the it's whole a, goal of this. It's for me. <laughs> but, but the employees at this fucking company are so fucking fickle. I think led by Rod, Rob Cordry, you know. Oh, yeah. But, but just like yeah. in the very beginning, right, when somebody's like, oh, did I hear there's going to be cuts? Like, they leave the boardroom and there's already like – it's almost like somebody's like – like. Um, uh, like binoculars, like lip reading or something, you know, right. <laughs> and they see somebody say cuts or something. And so they're like, Oh, there's going to be cuts. There's going to be cuts. And then they just start fucking turning on, turning on like Josh and clay, especially clay. Do you think that stems from Josh's management style where he may be too, a little too relaxed with that? Like the way he keeps them around, or is that solely just their view on clay and how irresponsible, you know, a big child, um, with the trust fund, you know? See, that's what I think. I don't think it's necessarily Josh, a view on Josh. I think it's more of a take on Clay that they don't necessarily have the trust in Clay to maintain their livelihood, I guess, mm -hmm. right? As soon as that would have happened, I guess like everybody in the company would have heard that. Like, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. You know, why there why did that been... happen? Well, and I mean, you're not, you're not a company that size without, you know, being publicly traded, I would think. So you're going to hear about that on the stock market or something too. And especially if she's just, the, if there's a board and mm -hmm. she's the CEO, yeah. yes, they are. You're right. They're probably a publicly traded company. I think that's a big thing that I don't think that clay clay was one of those guys of like, just don't tell me any of the bad stuff. I only want to deal with the fun stuff. Right. Yeah. I don't want to see any yeah. of the bad stuff. Well, so I mean, me about like, it. like whenever, uh, Allison is, is talking about, you know, defending him whenever mm -hmm. everybody's like, how did, you know, why didn't he, give us some of the money that he used to pay for this party or whatever. And she's like, you know, well, who do you think paid for the bouncy house in accounting? <laughs> and, you know, like donut Fridays or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Something on there. Like all this stupid shit, like every idea, everything she threw out there was like the 
most stupid thing you've ever heard of in your life? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Something I struggle with, too. We had several of these co- part, er, uh, employees that made comments about, like, not having enough money. Especially, like, the IT guy. He's like, you know, he goes to go get the two grand for the the escort. And now, I'm not saying I don't have an extra two grand sitting in my account always ready for a prostitute. But this guy's an IT guy. He's single. <laughs> he clearly doesn't do anything fun. So, he should have some disposable income, right? How do you not have two grand to just toss to the side in this sort of situation? Like, Well, he, he, he does. He says, he, but he's like, he's like, come on, this, this, is what what you've been, this is what you've been <laughs> saving for. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. So that was one thing, but I also want to talk about. I also want to talk about Fred. Oh, the mommy, the mommy boy, fucking Fred. Oh, I actually had God. to rewind that because I didn't catch what was going on, like why she got so upset. And when I rewound it, I was like, "Oh my God!" I got fucking <laughs> Would you? Okay, if you if you just met, like like let let's put ourselves in Fred's sh- shoes here. We just started at this company, met this girl, think that she's cute, and you're going to drop that Tupac line on her? <laughs> that was awkward. Oh. Yeah, that like, was, a little, was awkward. <laughs> would, would, would you ever do that? I definitely nah, would not. No. That wouldn't even cross my mind, because holy <laughs> shit, that's embarrassing. Now that you say that, though, I'm pretty sure I've dropped like a movie line before in a casual conversation first meeting a girl, and it didn't go smoothly. So maybe I won't completely say that that's out of line for me. <laughs> well, <laughs> That was kind of like was kind of like Josh's line earlier with Tracy of like, oh, I've graduated magna cum laude from cool university. City. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, let's move to another creep, the Uber yes. driver. We kind of touched on her a little bit, but Jennifer Anderson has that fun interaction with that little girl. No, we got to talk about, yeah, we got to talk about the little girl. Sorry. Yeah, just that fun little, that. just, did you eat my Cinnabon? And that little bitch is just, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then just calls up Santa. Oh, my God, that was too funny. Yeah, <sighs> horrible name, Joyce. <laughs> 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 so I really thought here's here's this movie actually kind of like threw me a little bit. I like right away. I thought you know when the movie started and Jen comes rolling in you know with her high heels and shit like that and her boardroom and and I was thinking okay this is gonna be with like a Christmas Carol, right? This is going to be Dickens. She's like Scrooge. Oh, She's yeah. Uh, She's Scrooge. Yeah. I really <laughs> thought that. But it wasn't a it completely nope. she took, no. <laughs> she took a little Timmy stick and just knocked it right out from underneath her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I freaking lost my shit when she was Tim, just like. little Timmy. <laughs> you know. I lost my reason. shit, though, and she was just like, yeah. And maybe while she's asleep, take that fucking doll. And then just looks at her, and she's just like, Fuck you and gets up and walks <laughs> off. I was like, yes, you uh, get it. But then, like, boom, right away, now you have fucking people, the boobs hanging out, making copies, guys copying their, the copying 3D their dicks. Printer. The oh, 3D man. printer, the dicks. It's <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like, wow, this turned bad. You know, I love later on, like, Allison, like, fucking, it's like, I see you fucking on my desk, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gets up, yeah, runs the, away. The 3D printer scene, it got me. I kind of oh. forgot about it. Like, I remember them mentioning it, and then they come back, and I kind of noticed on the floor, I'm like, what's all that bright stuff? That doesn't look like the decorations going around, and the guy turns around with his little dick. I'm like, oh, shit, they've been printing off wieners. 
<laughs> oh man! Oh. What'd you guys think about Walter going up there to do the flight? Like, Holy whether you remember it or not, did you guys remember him eating shit that bad? <laughs> I I I don't remember that part at all. Like, but I I knew like as soon as you hear Clay's in his little infant mind that's like easily distracted. Squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. As soon as he thinks that, and he's like, I bet I could swing from that. I was like, something's going to happen with that one. I know it. Mm. Foreshadowing so, 100%. I figured that, too. Whenever they were like, where's Walter? Where's Walter? We don't know where he is. You know, we lost him. He was just up on the stage. And, th- yeah, you know, going back to, like, their discussion, I wonder if you could swing, you know. I was like, you're right, JJ. I was like, yep, I bet he's up there. So I am so glad that I did not watch the trailer before yeah, this yeah them. they do right and so i will say this you know any of our uh, any of our listeners out there whenever you see our movie that we post the movie gets posted go watch the movie first and then let's and then let's talk about it right because mm-hmm. because don't watch the trailer don't listen don't listen to us bullshit about it go watch watch the movie first and then listen to it that'll make things so much better but when he dropped and he smashed his face, I was holy I was, shit. I was sitting on oh. the couch, had the dogs like head in my lap, and I was just sitting there watching the movie and was like, <clears throat> "Oh motherfucker!" Like I did one of those. <laughs> like woke the dog up, he went crazy. Yeah, it was oh, like man. Oh. All right. it's it was completely the same fall. way. Like a mannequin dummy, the weight just like <laughs> bounced all around. Well, Dude, yeah, that was fun. brutal. So why was Mary? Was she keeping this shit a secret? She I don't knew. think she. I don't know if she knew the dynamic of what they needed yeah. Walter for. Because like you know, she said that like, oh yeah, he just told me that you know he got fired and then it got passed on. So I don't know if maybe and she I fully confirmed it through my HR network, my Facebook yeah. group. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it seemed like I guess she wasn't in fully in the loop. She was too stressed out about all the uh, HR issues that she was having to deal with. <laughs> lawsuit. Uh, lawsuit. <laughs> don't let this be your last hoorah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm backtracking a little bit, but I love the fucking let me clear my throat, you know, dance, that whole fucking I, I thing. I love the, it was I, so I, cool. I love the intro where he's like, he's like, hey, play them horses. Like, I was like, what? And then it started and I was like, oh, flip, shit, flip, flip. Yeah. yeah, there's like, I talked about a lot of those kind of party movies that came out around this, this time. There aren't a lot that I feel like have that moment. And, like, this is one of those movies I almost remember, like, you almost get goosebumps because it's a perfect song. It's a perfect setting. Like, it just yeah. plays and hits so well. Like, it instantly is like, I want to go get a beer. Like, I was ready to party. Like, I, it just, it yeah. hits so well. And I it's one of those things that like, song. fuck, I want that at my Christmas party. Let yeah. me clear my throat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, God, that would be so fucking cool, you know? Meanwhile, um, all of our Christmas parties are looking like the law firms over there. <laughs> <laughs> one drink yeah. per one drink, yeah. one drink. do you have your ticket jj can i see your ticket do you have a <laughs> ticket for your drink <laughs> um, jj's the one in the back room making copies of his drink tickets <laughs> yeah. all right everybody it's time for the door prize the first door prize is we're gonna we have a coffee we have a coffee machine uh black and decker uh, <laughs> it holds so, two cups of coffee <laughs> y'all ready to go to four uh, did we finish? Okay, yep, I guess so. <clears throat> cool. Yep. Here we go. Flip, flip, flip! One of the guests learns that the branch is closing and convinces everyone to destroy all the company equipment. A lone security guard, Carla, is forced to put down the out-of-control mob. 
Clay takes Trina's car, races it towards an open drawbridge, and attempts to jump the gap. Josh drives Mary's minivan alongside Clay and tries to convince his friend not to jump. However, however, Clay still feels betrayed by Carol offering Josh the job. Clay is confident that he is a failure and plans to jump whether he makes it or not. Josh threatens to jump the gap with him, and Clay agrees. Scared of dying, Carol forces the steering wheel away from Josh, forcing the minivan into Clay's car. The collision causes Clay to miss the drawbridge and collide with an internet hub, disconnecting the entire city. In the aftermath, Trina and Savannah are arrested for their crimes, and Clay is taken to the hospital. The internet blackout caused Tracy to use an innovation she has worked on for several years that combines internet Wi-Fi with the wired connections through the city's power grid. The group rushes back to the remains of the office to set up her tech, and Tracy restores the internet to Chicago. The new invention saves the jobs of the entire team. A hospitalized Clay apologizes to his sister for how his father treated her. Walter, who is in the same hospital as Clay, agrees to join Xenotech team. Josh and Tracy finally kiss at the office. Jeremy opens up to Mary about his feelings, and Nate and Allison decide to date. The whole group meets Clay and Carol as he's released from the hospital, and they all go out for breakfast. So at this point, you know, as we kind of touched on, the party's getting out of control. Shit's getting burned down. They're breaking stuff. The uh, employees are pissed, so they're like, screw it. Let's burn this place down. But we get to go to the car chase. And I think this is where Mary's character really flourishes. She's cut loose. She's ready to rumble. Like, she thinks she's Vin Diesel now, driving that minivan. No, she doesn't have kids. She buys shit in bulk. (laughs) Yeah. What's up with the, what's up with all the stuff on your seats? Like, oh, that's, it's not poop. It's, it's. It's parrot mating season. This is it's it's, it's, ex- it's excretion, d- dry yeah. genital, just genital excretions. This yeah, but it should dry be dry. Genital- <laughs> it should be dry to fine. Like, what the hell, Mary? <laughs> and then yeah, we get the brilliant Kia comment from her, like, oh, she's so confident in her minivan. <laughs> How does this thing do in snow? <laughs> yeah, it's a Kia. Is what God would drive. I loved. I fucking loved it. <laughs> Yeah, I heard that line instantly. I wrote it down. I was like, that's mm-hmm. mine. That's yeah. awesome. I loved it, though, whenever she, they roll up to the, um, so she's like, yeah, that's how you park a minivan. But then they, like, get in there, and, like, right away, that dude with the knife, she just walks up. She's like, <laughs> yeah. sits down, dude. puts her hand and down. Then, and then they're in the back with fucking, when Carol starts whipping everybody's ass, and they come running out, and she is just mugging down with that dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Getting on. She, her arm's out of her sleeve at this point. Yeah. Like, it's not even off She's her shoulder. Fucking just, she is just, just fucking just discombobulated. <laughs> yeah, they're like, Carol, we gotta go. And she's like, or not Carol, but she's like, we gotta go. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But it was like I like looked at the the face of that guy whenever she left. She's just like he's just like it was like almost this like stupid like laughing smile. Like he was <laughs> he's almost like oh my god I can't like almost stop laughing. You know, God it was so funny. Um, Jennifer's Jennifer's or uh, Carol's face like when she gave him that look like hey I got this I'll take him down that little like superhero pose she had right before she moved. Oh, yeah. Dude, I was scared. I was like, oh shit, she's gonna rumble with these guys. It was I don't know, it was fun. It was believable. I didn't uh, you know it's not one of those like all right we're putting somebody in a role where she's not actually gonna do it. Like, I don't know. I kind of I'd be afraid of her. I, I loved it too. It was like it was like yeah she's full of salad and smart water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny. She's actually a representative for Smart Water too. So I don't know if that was like a fun little stab oh, no with shit. Bateman. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know 
that was so funny. Yeah, she's full of sound and smart water. Maybe that's how she became a representative of smart water. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was so fucking cool. Uh, she's you... rushing to the doorman. Yeah. He's wearing a lady's jacket. Just let us in here, okay? <laughs> Just pity the guy. Come pity on. Him, yeah. Yeah, feel, uh, we feel bad for him. The chase scene I thought was pretty was pretty fucking funny because now you Trina Trina is just fucking like tripping like I'm gonna shoot you pull the car over I'll fucking kill you and then Savannah's like well if you do that he's gonna crash the car and she just loses her shit why don't you CC him in a fucking email next time Savannah <laughs> I love so that, that way we start all a podcast can't... start a podcast called Savannah says stupid shit <laughs> yeah Savannah says stupid fucking shit <laughs> she has zero bit of Jason Bateman's uh, managerial uh, style <laughs> she is the complete opposite I thought it was funny the way they played the whole, like, oh, yeah, where's the money? Where's the money? Oh, it's on my personal safe? You know, like, they kind of played it with the personal safe. And I I thought that was good because I don't remember actually catching the way they delivered that line the first time I watched it. But, uh, you know, it was fun. It it was definitely uh, T.J. Miller, man. He's... (laughs) He's great in that role. <laughs> yeah, he was just, he was such a fucking mess, man. He's such a messy. In a lot of the roles yeah, he plays, boy, in, he's, he's got some demons right there. Yeah, he does. I mean, in a lot of roles he does, he, he I think maybe TJ, that's his problem. Maybe that's why he's, there's a, that thing you talked about, right? Maybe he just has demons in general, but he, they really come out in his characters. Again, the the callback to the, to the bridge, right? Yeah. Yeah, when like, he's talking about the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. Yeah, I love Josh. He's like, uh, well, man, I've only seen the first. I can't really relate. <laughs> Wait, what? We worked together eight years. They only get more fast, more furious. They get faster and more furious. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I love the context clue, too, that he leaves. He's like, Vin Diesel ain't got shit on me. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drive it up. I remember we took the Kia. We took a Kia up to uh, Buffalo. That's what we drove oh, to Buffalo was a, was a Kia Sedona, just like uh, – Ju- and it was about the same time, right? About the same the same time frame. It uh, dropped about uh, sixteen inches on us, and that thing tore up through the snow. <laughs> that thing fucking handled the snow well. Kia, we will be a convert. sponsor. I forget. We uh, did it. Did it really do good in the snow? It, it did. did. Yeah, it got us safely to the game and safely out of the game. And then somehow. it fucking like while we were at the when we pulled into the parking lot, it was it, it had just recently. I guess it started snowing, but then by the time we left, fucking. 16 to 20 inches of fucking oh it was a good lake effect lake effect snow dumped more snow than they've ever had during a football game in buffalo in in buffalo's history and uh um yeah the game went to overtime (laughs) they went to overtime freaking overtime we had a backup quarterback in i didn't even care colt's gonna lose i don't care i'm ready to go home we're getting nailed by snowballs. All of us are over six feet tall, sitting like six rows up from the edge, and literally just getting nailed by Buffalo fans the whole time. I kept oh, wanting yeah. to turn around and say shit, and I just get nailed in the face. I'm like, I just had to sit there and take it. My oh, hood my was assholes. frozen stiff by the end of the game because it was like wet and then freezing. And then, oh god, freaking Bills Mafia. But yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, the fucking Kia fucking handled itself very well, you know. So uh, yeah, and it got us back to the hotel from the game and all that fucking snow and traffic and everything else too. So uh, I just I I I have a bad thing with Kia because one of my coworkers, I guess you could say, he drives a Kia, and anytime you're talking about. Like, your vehicle? Oh, that Kia is ten times better. Let me tell you about that. <laughs> like, like I was I was talking about my truck, and, like, one of the guys was like, was like, oh, yeah, I mean, it looks pretty nice. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's got heated and cooled seats and 
you know, I love the remote start. Like, that's my favorite thing. And he's like, yeah, well, my Kia can do all three, plus it has the smart <laughs> sensor and the windshield. And I was like, oh. And the best warranty <laughs> in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, but it can't jump that but bridge. Anyway. Yeah, it can't, <laughs> can't jump, that, jump bridge. that bridge. But he was going to try. He, he was. I, I was impressed that he was willing to do it. And Mary was all along with it until Carol. Carol fucks up the whole thing. I'm not dying in a minivan. <laughs> she fucking wrecks them. Like, I think that was just more of a status thing than anything. She wanted to protect her her status. It wasn't really about actually dying. I thought the, the well, best, maybe it was in a minivan. Well, yeah, <laughs> not in a minivan. My favorite though was Mary's response to Carol. So, do you want to exchange insurance information now? Do you want to do it yeah. later? I'll, I'll send you the bill. Don't worry. Is this a bad time to ask about exchanging insurance information? <laughs> <laughs> I'm but yes, like this, this J- Jason Bateman's timing on that one is like perfect because he's like, "What are you talking? Yes, what are you talking about? Like, just, <laughs> he acknowledges it and then goes back to exactly what he was saying." <clears throat> What about I did the dude? Think- go ahead, go ahead, go for it. Oh, I was just say, I was just talking about the dude, the dude in the party who like really says, "Let's fucking burn it down." <laughs> He's like, "Wait, do you even work here? What department yeah. do you work in?" No. <laughs> At this point, this whole freaking floor is just glowing throughout the city because everybody's going to this damn party. Oh, yeah, man. when that when the camera like pans out and you see the entire building, and there's, it looks like there's a thousand plus people in this thing and there's one little maid underneath it's just wiping a table down it's like are you this thing this building is about to come down on top of you lady like they're jumping around going crazy like some shit's happening i feel like it's just what happens though when parties get that big and that fun like jj i know you and i have been a part of a handful of parties kind of in that nature and all of a sudden you're having a great freaking time it's perfect and then you look around and more people are throwing up than drinking you see way more people (laughs) that are there that weren't there when you first started this party and then you can just feel like we need to get out of here this thing's going down fast more boobs were out than before (laughs) you're like you're on the phone you're on the phone with your ride and you're like hey where the fuck are you we gotta go red and blue are on the way yeah they're like when people are having sex on top of the trash cans you're like okay it's time to go So there was th- there was actually one time in college, go to this party out in the middle of nowhere, big barn party and all this, bunch of like cow punchers. Next thing I know, there is just, I mean, there's cars a mile and a half down the road that are lined up trying to get into this place. And I'm like, holy shit, there's a lot of people here. We need to leave. Mm-hmm. And one of my buddies was like, what do you mean? I was like, we need to get the fuck out of here right now because I just, I have a bad feeling. And he was like, all right, well, he's like, hey, my buddy lives, like, just down the road, like, over here. We can go drink beer in his shop and just bullshit. And I was like, yeah, that sounds fun. So we get over to this guy's house, and you just see, next thing, like, 20 sheriff's cars. Like, all this stuff, lights just blaring. And the text dot, or I'm sorry, the uh, Department of Public Safety, the state trooper's helicopter, comes flying down too and i was like holy shit and then next thing you know 
cars are coming back, headed back to town right in front of us. And we were just sitting there. I was like, damn. Everybody's like, dude, thank you for telling us to leave. I was like, yeah, this was bad. Yeah, it's one of those big like parties. There's like six kegs in the middle of the floor. They're all chained together so nobody can steal them. And, and yeah, anytime there's a party with more than one keg, everybody ends up finding out about it. it but then there's always them. that one dude, right? That one dude that's going to like fucking like try to get the crowd to do bad shit. Like, fuck, I'm ready. You always just like start screaming like, let's burn it down. Everybody's like, yeah. <laughs> he was usually in our group. And nine times out of ten, we had to get him home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He either threw up on the way home or threw up as soon as he got home. Oh, or got kicked shit. out of the car halfway home. That happened only twice, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> but I will say we've, we've touched on uh, comedy movies before and how they end abruptly. And I feel like this falls into that category. Kind of a, what I'll say, a lame ending. We're crashing a car into this huge hub, shuts down the internet, and then, you know, Tracy's having this conversation with, with Jen. Oh, my God, I have this huge epiphany. I can go fix my problem that I've had for years in four and a half seconds. You know, it was it was rushed. I get what they had. We had to wrap up the movie. It's a Christmas movie. We've got to put a bow yeah. on it. But I felt like it was very rushed. And, like, you know, a lot of the, the comedic timing had kind of fallen by that point. But Here's here's my big problem. This This bugged me. And it still bugs me. So the city of Chicago's like infrastructure is in this one building that is right next to the fucking river. Yeah, what happens little... if that river gets a little too much water so, in it? So here's the thing, right? <clears throat> the internet, again, the internet, the World Wide Web, if you will, is not a singular thing that's going to get fucking cut off from an entire that that's going to cut an entire city off if it fucking you know if somebody crashes a thing or a the river floods it's not going to cut the internet off of an entire fucking city because the internet is accessible through cell towers through yeah. uh, isp providers shit like that it happened in the dark night it can happen there too. Like right. same city, which is another actually. reason. Another reason why that shouldn't have fucking be an eight. <laughs> it was a seven and a half. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was. Just, it was like that whole fucking like we're gonna cure the internet. We're gonna give everybody. It's like it's like wait, this is a fucking like cold fusion to where you're gonna give everybody free energy forever, right? This is like was yeah. it was like what it is. She was like, oh, I was like, this is so. Well, that's and. and and that's where I got a little confused. Like, so now this algorithm you just changed completely gave everybody free internet. Right. How is your company going to make money now? You're actually going to lose money. How is any fucking, like, T-Mobile, Cox, Verizon, yeah. everybody else are going to be so fucking, them? are going to be so fucking pissed off because you just gave free internet somehow to everybody Right, they shut down uh, those monopoly corporations. Screw them. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for that, but dude, yeah, there's no way. the The wrap up was good, though. I, you know, I enjoyed the. We got to see Walter again in the hospital. Uh, Clay and Carol got to have their little moment, but then at the end, we get that the recall to the joke with the doctor. No, 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 you cannot drink. Right, right, doc. I won't all drink. Right. And you know, we get to pass that a little long, and then Carol shows up, or the, the, the doctor. Uber driver. Who was uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy's husband? Which uh, yes, uh, <laughs> just random <Yeah>. as hell. 
But yeah, then we get uh, the Uber driver coming back again just for one last little. Are you Carol? Hi. Are you Carol? Carol? <laughs> Look a lot like Carol. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like I said, kind of the ending was eh, but finishing that on that final note kind of left you with that good feeling of like, all right, this was a decent comedy here. We're not just horrible storyline with a handful of jokes in it. I do too. Flip, flip, flip! well welcome in everybody if you have made it this far this is the time of the podcast we're going to break down this movie and we're going to we're going to assign a numerical score to it because that's just what we do here we throw things on our too much slice meter and if you're sitting there asking yourself because it's your first time what's the too much slice meter well audience it is the way we look at these movies we do it on a zero to eight scale Uh, a zero slice movie uh, well it's going to be watching your office building burn down go up in flames just the party end horribly and uh the eight slice movie is going to be coming out of the hospital okay with a jacket with 300 grand strapped to it. Not too shabby, if you do ask me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> Steve, this uh, being your movie, you got a, a, a an itching to go first. Or you want to go last? Uh, actually, yes, I am going to just. Itching. I'm going to lay it out there <clears throat> because my sweater, Christmas sweater, is making me itchy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Time crunch. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So. <clears throat> all right. Office Christmas party. So I really think that, like, you know, um, uh, Jennifer Aniston's character, I love fucking, uh, you know, Mary's character. There's a lot of these other characters that really kind of, like, help to carry this movie along, to push this movie along. But, you know, I mean, I mean, to keep it from, like, getting dull. I think that, like, the writers did a good job. I love the casting of this movie. I really did. I love the casting. I love DJ, uh, DJ Calmus. Cal- Calvin. 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 Calvis, yeah, 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 DJ Calvis. Um, I, I, I really did love the casting of it. This movie is definitely a fun movie. I think it's a good watch, right? It's a good watch. Christmas season, watch it, check it out. Watch Jennifer Aniston because she's Jennifer Aniston anyway, and you know she does her thing. But, but just the great cast of characters: um, Sam Richardson, uh, 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 Park Fred, the guy that plays Fred, I forget what his name, first name is. Um, but uh, you know, these guys do a great job, great cast, and uh, this movie is a four slice for me. It's a four slice movie for Steve. JJ, you want to go next? Yeah, I can round it up in the middle. I, I thought I was going last. Sorry, I was thinking you about what I was going to say. <laughs> but no, Steve, I I think you hit the nail right on the on the head with this one. It is such a it, it, it's it's a guy movie. I will say that more than anything, it, you know, it's a guy movie. Like, let's get some men interested in the holidays here. It's funny. It, it's it's a movie that it's it's an easy easy watch. I mean, there there is no thinking involved in this movie whatsoever. I mean, actually, the only thing I was thinking while I was watching this was like, wait, why did they do that? Why is why is this movie not more like intricate? Like, I need more details into things. But that's just because this podcast has ruined me, and that's all I think about <laughs> movies now. But for that, I have to give it a good, solid four slices as well. We got a four slice from JJ. Nice. Alrighty. So, Office Christmas Party, obviously Christmas movie. But I think JJ, you hit it right there perfectly. It's an easy watch. Uh, this movie, uh, it, it doesn't take much effort. It's an easy background Christmas movie. I think it's a, a great movie night movie. It is something simple that you can sit there and enjoy. Um, this star-studded cast, uh, pretty good writing. Steve, I do agree with you that there. I think there's a handful of jokes that 
maybe they really try to get them to land. Not that I didn't laugh out loud in this movie, but it wasn't quite uh, like some of the other comedies we've seen. Uh, this is the end is a recent one that's coming to mind that like a lot of uh, laugh out loud, almost pause the movie moments because you don't want to miss more. Uh, but this movie, they played a little bit more on the storyline where it had to develop some, but all in all, it's a, it's a great movie. It's an enjoyable movie. It's not the best as far as, you know, like I said, it's very simple. But uh, I think four is uh, right where it needs to be. But I'm going to go a little above that just because I really do just love everybody involved in this movie. And I'm going to go with five slices for me. Oh, man. I think that, that, that that's very fair, very fair, Brian, really. I mean, it is a fun, you're right, it's a fun movie. I love what you said, JJ. Mm-hmm. It's a guy movie. And now definitely watch it again. I, I well. It, it it is it is like a like man I really want to party you know like Brian oh, yeah. was saying earlier like I really want to party I watched it I watched it at one o'clock right it's like one thirty in the afternoon today while I was working and I was like is like can I go get a beer or, or should I <laughs> let just me wait? clear my throat you want to walk out of your office after watching it going let me agreed agreed. Good so pick, my, though. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, with my five slices, JJ's four, and Steve's four slices, that's going to come out to a 4.33 slice movie. Oh. It is going to be better than Dazed and Confused and Demolition Man, but not quite as good as Law-Abiding Citizen, Kick-Ass, and The Watch. It's tied now, with The Watch, right? Oh, yeah, it's tied with The Watch. Yeah. I agree with that, actually. <laughs> I think we're hitting a point, too, where we have so many movies in that four to five range. Like, they're just better than average, but they're, like, I almost feel like we need to break up, break open uh, quarter slices here because <laughs> we have so many movies in this section that we're not willing to say are bad movies, but aren't great movies. You know what I mean? Well, but that's a good... I, you know what? In a lot of ways, Brian, I think, like, our average... We have to figure out where what our actual average is on this. Instead of just like it being like an average four slices, our personal, our, I mean, our, our podcast average may be a little bit different, right? Yeah. But I wonder where our average is. I'm just curious about that. We'll have to bust out those uh, for the folks the next time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I was going to say, I did just average up our, our overall scores, all 62 movies we've done so far. It's a 5.14 is our wow. average score. For, Holy uh, shit. Really? So that I think- puts the searchers right right below our average and white men can't jump right above our average so that's, that's our median line is white wow. men can't jump on the searchers that's great that's amazing which is that's funny pretty, though i mean that's pretty more good than though, half the movies we've done though yeah yeah that is that's right about well you're right that that's right about the halfway point of our movies anyway mm-hmm. man that's really kind of interesting all <laughs> I think, above average. i think that works i, mean, I think that that fucking works i love that Dude, the, the deleted scenes. Did y'all watch those in the I credits? I didn't find any. No. Oh, in the credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, All those yeah, yeah. Just, just the ones in the credits, like, cracked me up, though. I mean. God, I didn't even watch that. I, like, as soon as it ended up, well, yeah, because I had a lot of shit going on. As soon as it ended, I, like, ran up, you know, to, to do this. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's probably a good three to five minutes of just, like, blooper oh, scenes, extras shit. that are, uh, yeah. like the, the Uber driver. She drops, like, ten of those oh, analogies there. They're fortune pretty good. Fist, yeah, she's fucking <laughs> crazy anyway. Well, it's time to get out of here. Wrapping up Office Christmas Party. We can't thank you enough for everybody joining us this holiday season. Uh, give us a follow, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Like, subscribe, share with a friend. And if you're ready to give us one of your movies for us to do, hop on that Patreon page. Give us a donation. We'll make sure we get that taken care of for you. JJ, Steve. Hell yeah.
Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Let's get it.